of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Now back to Kenny and JT on News Talk 1480 WHBC. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I have to beg, please, for your sympathy, I don't mind, because you mean that question. You think he's doing that, that dance? Mean. You think he's oh, doing yeah. that dance? He's dancing right now in Utah, in his hotel room in it? Utah. Getting ready for the Jazz and the Cavs tonight right here on WHBC after our high school game between McKinley and Jackson. We go from high school hoops to NBA hoops. And the radio voice of your Cleveland Cavaliers, Tim Tootsie Alcorn, joining us live from Utah. How are you, Toots? I'm doing well. Hey, if the Temptations and Ain't Too Proud to Beg don't get you up and dancing around, I don't care if you're alone in your hotel room, you do that. I agree with you, man. That's toe-tapping, chair-dancing, good, fun music, Tim Alcorn. And uh, uh, that when we hear that, we know we have uh, Tim on with us to preview uh, a big game tonight for a number of reasons. Uh, Tim, it's the third game of this road trip out west. It's against a Utah team that started great. They're a little below 500 right now. But it's the first game back for Donovan Mitchell to Utah since being traded in the offseason to the Cleveland Cavaliers. How big of a storyline is that for this game tonight, Tim? Oh, it is the storyline, Kenny. It's uh, it's going to be an emotional night. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be an electric atmosphere uh, at the arena. This guy gave the Utah Jazz five incredible seasons. Uh, three of those, he was an all-star. So uh, it's going to be special for him. It's going to be emotional for him. And uh, it is the storyline of the game. Uh, listen, uh, I'm sure he will readily admit he had it circled on his calendar after he was traded to the Cavaliers. So uh, it's going to be a very special night. There's no doubt. You guys had a chance to interview him earlier today, other members of the media. We're going to play that later on in the show. Uh, what were some of his comments, uh, you know, and the questions that were asked? Just to give us the cliff notes uh, before we play it later. Yeah, I mean, he he admitted, listen, it's going to be emotional. It's going to be special. He's got some special memories here. Uh, I asked him about that, and he said, actually, the one that really stands out is his rookie year. Uh, when they, in mid-December, about halfway through the year, uh, were a lottery team, and then they caught fire and got to the playoffs, and everything kind of built off of that season as far as uh, the success that he and the other members of the Jazz had, but it's going to be a very unique night for him. He said it was strange to stay in a hotel uh, in Salt Lake City. He has a home here. So uh, it's going to be special for him. And certainly, uh, as he mentioned, and as you said, you'll play it later. Uh, in the end, it still boils down to the fact that he's now a Cavalier. And as you alluded to earlier, Kenny, this is three a game three of a five-game road swing. So you can't lose focus of that. And uh, while I'm sure uh, there's going to be a video tribute and all of that, in the end, the Cavaliers have to go out and get the job done tonight. Five cities in ten days, three different time zones. What time is it there, Tim Alcorn? <laughs> <laughs> well, right now the, uh, the the 
laptop is showing 238. So I guess we're two time zones away from you. See, but <laughs> how hard is that on a team like this, especially a young team like the Cavaliers, to get ready for a game like this, even though it's going to be a really big game? You're looking at the Utah Jazz right now. Their last 10 games are they're three and seven. Really good at home. We know about our woes on the road. How big of a deal is this time change? Uh, the time change isn't much of a big deal, but the travel is. And I know, believe me, when I go around, people always say, what do you think of the travel? How hard is the travel? Yeah. And it's not like it's grueling, but you're in and out of a hotel. You're on and off a plane. You're on and off a bus. And it just throws your routine out of whack is what it does. Now, it's been interesting, guys, a little inside baseball or inside basketball for you in this case. Uh, generally, after a game, uh, we'll fly out right after a game and get to that next city. Uh, the Cavs have changed things up a little bit on this trip. Uh, we stayed over in Denver, flew out the next day. Stayed over in Phoenix, flew out the next day. Uh, we're going to stay over in Utah tonight and then fly to Portland tomorrow. So those late-night flights and early morning arrivals uh, into the next city, that's been taken out of the equation on this trip. So it's lessened it a little bit, I will admit. It's a lot easier to get up. Uh, in the hotel the next morning and and then head out so uh we'll see i thought that i thought the Cavs, uh at least as far as uh, this trip and doing that uh, it was an interesting decision and so far uh it seems to have paid some dividends tim are you guys on your own private plane they have a chartered plane yes so it's just you guys. It's the the, uh, the players, the coaches, the the media that travel, and that's it, right? So you you're not having to deal with airports and that. So when you say uh, you know you, you you fly out the next morning, you guys can leave whenever you want, right? Uh, and the team bases it on that. That's correct. So yeah. again, you basically uh, like tomorrow uh, we're going to practice actually here in Utah. And then after practice, uh, we'll take the bus over to the plane and fly up to Portland. So it okay. alleviates those late-night flights uh, where you're waiting, you know, on the bus to get to the airport. You get to the airport around midnight, 1230. you got a couple hours in the air. Uh, and you're not getting to the hotel in the next city until 2, 2.30 in the morning. So uh, it certainly has been a benefit as, as far as I'm concerned. You just get a little more rest. Sure, sure. Makes sense. And whoever studied uh, that and uh, made the change, God bless them. Let's hope it works out. Cavaliers, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road tonight against the Jazz in Utah. Uh, The return of, I I guess, you know, uh, the best player they've had in recent years, right? Donovan Mitchell, three-time All-Star to Utah. But also it's Lowry Markinen going against his former mates, uh, Jordan Clarkson going against his former team. Uh, what about Colin Sexton? Is he still out tonight for the Utah Jazz? He is. Uh, he had that hamstring issue earlier in the year, missed eight games, came back, played a few games, and now they're just kind of keeping an eye on it. So Colin will not go tonight. Uh, boy, that's unfortunate because he missed the game in Cleveland as well. So yeah. uh, Sexton won't see his former team this year. Uh, unless there's a Jazz Cavs finals, and I don't think anybody anticipates that. But going back to Lowry, Kenny, JT, I got to credit this young man. He has really put together an all-star season for the Jazz. Uh, His numbers are just outstanding, just under 25 points and eight rebounds per game. And uh, I'm sure just as Donovan uh, looks forward to the game tonight and it's emotional, uh, for Lowry it's the same. Now, he's already had his return trip to Cleveland, and he had a right. great game. He had 24 points. But 
Uh, I credit Lowry. You know what? That was a tough trade, and the Cavs had to give up something to get something, and marketing was the key piece in that deal, and he has performed very, very well. It was really tough, but, again, we had only had him for a short while here in Cleveland. The thing I missed with Lowry marketing was the defense because when he would come out another seven-footer, and we all thought they were nuts with all these seven-footers last year, and it worked for the most part. I'm not saying I don't like Donovan Mitchell, and it's so nice to have a player like that of this caliber and, you know, we're still voting on the All-Star game. Tim, is he going to be a starter in the All-Star game and then go back to Utah? Well, if voting ended today, he would be JT. He's currently sitting at number two as far as uh, guards are concerned in Eastern Conference voting. And uh, certainly he deserves to be a starter for the Eastern Conference with the season that he's having so far for the Cavs. Uh, eighth in the league in scoring and career highs uh, across the board as far as uh, categories are concerned. So, yeah, in fact, Donovan, earlier today, you asked what he said when he met with uh, some of us in the media. He said, how ironic that last year I was with the Jazz and the All-Star game was in Cleveland. Wow. Unfortunately, he had to miss it mm-hmm. uh, because he was sick. He didn't play in last year's All-Star game. He goes, and now this year I'm with the Cavs and the All-Star game's in Salt Lake. So, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt uh, if he's healthy and uh, the voting trends continue the way they are, he'll be an Eastern Conference starter. Tim, I, I've got to say this on the radio. When they traded Markkinen, I was a little upset, but I'm like, you know what? I don't think uh, he's going to be much better than what he was with the Cavaliers. Boy, was I wrong, uh, as he has uh, added about 10 points per game to his scoring average there as uh, what looks to be the focal point of that offense. Is he their go-to guy? No, oh, absolutely. Uh, as far as uh, scoring the basketball, Kenny, uh, right behind him, former Cavalier Jordan Clarkson, who's been put into the starting lineup. Uh, with Donovan now being a Cleveland Cavalier. Of course, Jordan was their weapon off the bench. In fact, he was sixth man of the year a couple of years ago. But Lowry Markinen, as you said, uh, he has really upped his game. And he's a terrific young man. Uh, I think it hurt him to leave Cleveland, but he is really excelling out here in Utah. Tim, why do you think we might see Dean Wade or Ricky Rubio back? Uh, Ricky Rubio is really close. Uh, In fact, uh, JB used the term imminent. Uh, the other day so he is out for tonight I thought we might see him on this trip and after tonight we've got two more games with Portland on Thursday and Minnesota on Saturday of course it would be ironic if he were to come back Saturday against the T-Wolves which is the team Mm -hmm. that the Cavs acquired him from Uh, but I think Ricky's return is very very soon Uh, Dean Wade they haven't used that term imminent Uh, He's dealing with that shoulder sprain, so uh, I don't know what his exact timeline is, but I would think uh, Ricky's going to be very soon. Do you wait a couple of days on Rubio due to the fact that Raul Neto's been balling lately? How old Neto? How about how How old coming off the bench? Uh, In fact, a little sneak peek uh, for your WHBC listeners. These are man-to-man conversations tonight, right before the ball game. I I just had to chat with him about the way he's been playing, and you're right. I like that term. He's been balling. He's been going out there. Uh, He has been gritty defensively. He shut down Dwayne Washington Sunday in Phoenix after Washington had gone off. Uh, They put Howell in, and he said, well, we're going to turn that water valve off. So uh, Howell, and then on the offensive end, uh, he's hit some big shots. He's dished out some assists. So, yeah, I'm not saying that they're holding Ricky back because Howell is playing so well, but uh, certainly Howell has afforded himself the playing time that he's been getting. 
All right, help me out here because we were told last year in Cleveland and they traded for Lowry Markinen. Everybody was calling him Lowry Markinen, right? And it's Lowry Markinen. So how do you say Neto's first name again so we get it right? Well, even though it's spelled with an R, the correct Brazilian pronunciation, he's from Brazil, is Howul. Like, how are you doing? Ool. Howul. So Howul Neto, and it is Lowry Marketing. Uh, yep. The Cavs PR folks, when we acquired Marketing, said it's just like Kyle Lowry of uh, then Toronto, now Miami. So it's Lowry Marketing and Howul Neto. Uh, if it's if it's spelled Raul and it's and it's pronounced Howell, how do you know you're pronouncing his last name correctly? <laughs> well, we do have pronunciation <laughs> guides, and uh, in fact, we had Howell on uh, our Cavs HQ show, and uh, the Americanized, the English version with the R is Raul, but the correct Hispanic right. Brazilian pronunciation is Howell, and that's what he goes by. See, that's why we have this yeah. guy on. Hey, uh, Broadway <laughs> tips like of better. shows you should go see and how to pronounce names correctly on yeah. the Cavaliers basketball team. That's why Tim Alcorn is a regular staple yeah. here on the Kenny and JT show wherever they're playing uh, in the United States of America and maybe beyond. Who knows? Uh, maybe yeah. they'll take a game uh-huh. in the preseason and go uh, take Raul Neto yeah. and play in Brazil next well, It's a year. good thing, uh, Kenny, you and I can both pronounce Tim. Yeah, <laughs> him? Tim or Tim? It's Heem, Tim. Is it? Heem Alcorn. <laughs> Heem Alcorn. Uh, that's, he's our guest. Uh, Timmy, 41 games in, they're 26 and 15. If you times that by two, which would be an 82-game season, that would be 52 and 30 as the Cavaliers record. They're fourth in the Eastern Conference. Your thoughts on what you've seen in the first 41, and can they maintain this level of play? Well, I don't know if you can automatically do times two and say it's going to be a 52-game win season. But I will say this. Uh, I'm very happy with the first half of the season, considering the fact that Darius Garland has missed several games. Uh, really, when you look at it, he and uh, Donovan have not had a lot of opportunities to play together as far as consistent stretches. Uh, they're going to need 15, 20 games together uh as far as just playing back-to-back-to-back, getting used to one another out there. They really haven't had that stretch yet. So uh, some other injuries taken into account. Uh, Ricky Rubio, we just talked about that, hasn't returned yet. And if you go back to preseason and training camp, uh, the Cavs organization had said, listen, we're going to try to hold our own in the first half, Mm -hmm. and then we think we'll be a strong second-half basketball team. Well, if you think you're going to be stronger in the second half now than you were in the first half, I think that bodes very, very well. So uh, I think the first half has played out pretty much as as well as you could have expected, especially with the injuries. And I think the second half is going to be a stronger half than the first. So I think it's going to be a, a fun first few months of the year as far as Cavalier basketball is concerned. I don't know if it's a surprise or if this is where we thought we'd be at 26 and 15 right now, halfway through the season, but we know that uh, February 9th is still the trade deadline. If just getting Dean Wade and Ricky Rubio healthy is enough, do you see them trying to make any deals, Tim? Well, that's a question better directed for Kobe Altman and general manager Mike Gansey. I mean, listen, the, the three spot has has been an issue as far as the scoring is concerned, but the flip side of that coin is when you're getting so many points out of your backcourt uh, with Garland and Mitchell, and as I said, we really haven't seen them together uh, for a long stretch of games. 
Um, so I, believe me, I'm sure Kobe Altman, as always, is going to take calls and make calls. I mean, that's the job uh, when you're the president of basketball operations. Uh, do I think he's pressing to make a deal or really pushing to make a deal? I don't know about that. Uh, you know, the draft assets are, aren't what they uh, would hope they would be, but you had to give something up to get Donovan Mitchell. So the Jazz are holding a lot of the Cavs draft capital right now. But uh, I think Rubio and Wade coming back will be a huge benefit to this basketball team. So I don't think there's a lot of pressure on Kobe to make a deal, but I, I think he's not doing his job if he doesn't take some calls and make some calls. You always look to make the team a little bit better. Tim Alcorn, our guest, live from Utah, where tonight the Cavaliers will play the Jazz. We will join that game around 9 o'clock-ish, right after McKinley at Jackson High School Basketball. So you get Dan Belford, good, uh, calling the action of our high school game, and you get Tim Allen, sweet, calling the action uh, of the Cavaliers uh, and the Utah Jazz here tonight on WHBC, uh, a basketball doubleheader for you. All right, so uh, what is there to do in Utah for Tim Alcorn when, when you're there for uh, a day and a half or almost two full days? What, what are you doing outside of basketball, Tim Alcorn? Well, we really didn't get a lot of time last night. As I said, we practiced in Phoenix. I don't know if you saw the Cavs social media post that turned into water balloon fights between the players and some of the coaches uh but it was a fun afternoon so we didn't get up here until around dinner time kind of a real nasty ugly night in salt lake last night and rainy drizzly kind of weather so kind of hung out here at the hotel and watched uh, maybe five minutes of that national championship game and then uh, today, doing a lot of prep work for the game, got to walk around a little bit, and uh, we'll be getting on the buses here pretty soon. So there's not a lot of time for sightseeing as far as the NBA life is concerned because you're in and out of town so quickly. But uh, first time I've ever been to Salt Lake, believe it or not, year four of calling Cavaliers basketball, but my first chance to see Salt Lake. And I'll tell you what, it's a beautiful city, absolutely gorgeous. Tim Alcorn, we always appreciate the time. I know you're a busy, busy guy, but uh, we'll be listening tonight after our high school game for the NBA game and your call of the Jazz uh, and the Cavaliers. Thanks for joining us, pal. Hey, I love the fact you're doing high school hoops. You know, that's in my DNA. So uh, glad you'll pick us up after you're done with some high school basketball, and let's see if we can get one tonight in Utah. Sounds great. There he is, Tootsie Tim Alcorn. Uh, Mr. Broadway, he's big time now, man. Fourth year calling Cavaliers games uh, on WHBC and the Cavaliers Audioverse. Sweet!